Hey there. Hey there. What's going on? Hey there. Slow, blah, 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 blah. Slow start. Looks like Olaf's rubbing off on me. Two, wondering what's your long, what's your customer long game for your business? As you're growing and supersizing your business, do you have a customer long game? Working on a women's summit, all about customers, customer handling from the time you first get the idea that you want to work with a certain type of customer to how do you find them, how do you attract them, how do you build a relationship with them. Talked about that over the last couple of days because it's definitely been in the top of my mind for about the last month or so. And how do you then create the long game for your customer handling for your business? Do you even have a long game? Do you have any game when it comes to handling your customers. Yesterday, I challenged you to be a customer. Go through your organization and see and experience what it feels like to be a customer for your business, for your organization, because what we think our customers' experience is and what their actual experience is are often very, very different things. And it doesn't matter what we think their customer experience should be. It's what is their customer experience and are we creating that the way we want it to be for them the way they want it to be because the better we provide it the way they want it to be, the more likely they are to become repeat customers and the ultimate holy grail for most organizations, not all, but for most organizations is longevity and therefore creating lifelong customers. Customers that come back to your business or service your products or services again and again and again. And like I said, not all businesses care about that or take that into consideration, but I suspect that for the long-term stability and survivability of most businesses and industries, if they were taking that perspective, what is and how can we better serve and continually be better serving this group of people that we love to work with, they would have a more viable business. Think of the brands and the products and the companies that you love. Think Apple, think Microsoft, think Facebook, think... Um, any type automobile like that people are rabid fans of, you know, Mercedes, Audi, uh, even Ford, Chevy, people tend to drive the same type of vehicle over and over again. So the lifetime value of something like an automobile customer could be into the millions of dollars, depending on how many vehicles a person buys. It could be, you know, or for sure hundreds of thousands of dollars depending on the make and the model and the car. But think about those brands. What is it about those brands and those companies that that has you been that you're a repeat customer for? What's brought you in and made you a repeat customer? Well, it's things like community. People, Apple people, and I'm not an Apple person, my kids are, but they're rabid fans. People that love Apple products love Apple products. And even though Apple doesn't always come out with the best version of their products, people are still unbelievably loyal to them. The same thing is true with um, a lot of other brands. I think of a lot of out outerwear and sportswear brands because they're things that I like. I love the Arcterix brand. It's expensive, but the quality is, and the things that they continually come out with serve my personal needs and my ability and my desire for status better than any other brand. I love Patagonia too, Mountain Hardware. There's certain brands I love in that particular arena. And I like them because they do things like make me, they increase my status, number one. Number two, they make me feel good about buying and you know being in a relationship with that company. They create a relationship with their customers through communication, through advertising, through different tools and different programs that they offer. 
Um, loyalty programs are a great way to enhance your relationship and build a relationship with your customers to get them to come back again. Um, if we're always solving problems for our customers, because when we sell them something, we create a problem for them, right? Maybe it's just how to afford our product or service. Maybe it's we solve one problem for them, but it creates another problem because now that that problem solved, guess what? It's like we always have another problem, another challenge, another thing coming up right behind it. So as business owners, if we want to grow and create businesses that stand the test of time, we want to be thinking ahead of our customers and saying, okay, I just provided you with this course that solves a problem. But in that course, once you solve that problem, here's the other things you need to put in place. Maybe you don't know and you need a virtual assistant or an assistant to help you actually put those components in place to solve a marketing problem for your business or a hiring problem or an outsourcing challenge or whatever it is. Uh, but whoever can do that better for their group of people. And we want to collect. I, I, I think of it as creating relationships and collecting people into a community that serves them on a continuous basis. And if you can do that, that will set you apart from any other competition and pretty soon there is no competition because you've created like Apple this just base of people that know like and trust you and they will pick you whenever they have a problem in your area of expertise above everyone else so I challenge you to continually be asking yourself what is it what's the next thing my customers need we want to think ahead of our customers so that we're anticipating their needs and problems knowing that life and business and anything that we're doing is always changing. The world is always changing. So if we can get ahead of the curve and be anticipating what people are going to be asking for and needing before they even ask and need for it, that's how we really win and create lifelong customers. They believe that we're in their minds because we are often <clears throat> thinking with them and ahead of them to provide things that solve their problems, meet their needs, increase their status, and, you know, status is a tricky thing. It, it's increased. There's all, anything is status. Status can be positive or negative depending on what we're seeking. But I like to work and have my companies do positive status increases. Um, so today, ask yourself a couple of questions. Have you created a community around your industry or business or service, whatever it is that you provide? And the answer is probably no, because the vast majority of businesses have never even thought of this. The other thing I would ask you is, um, what percentage of your customers right now are new customers and what percentage of your customers right now are repeat customers or lifelong customers? Then a bonus question is, do you, what's the longest amount of time that a customer has stayed with your business? I would love to see you comment below how long you've had a certain customer. I was in the Italian food business for 35 years and I actually had customers for 35 years. That's incredible and and I don't think there's a whole lot of companies well Apple and them can say those things and big brands can but can you say that about your company do you have that kind of customer community and relationship built up and loyalty to you and your business and then um, what is it that you can do to anticipate Do you have a system a follow-up system of communication in place do you communicate with your customers at all? Do you follow up with your customers at all? And do you have a system that does that? Yes or no. I mean, either you do or you don't. And it might be, oh, I just remember to call them once a year or every three or four years. Well, that's not a system. That's a that's a chaotic, random act of um, act or activity. Um, and but you know, do you have one? And if you don't, 
you know, what can you do? Just one thing right now to start thinking about or creating a system that will help you to make sure that you follow up and bring people back to your business and keep them coming back. Um, I love the topic. Again, I touched on it briefly with the car example of lifelong value of a customer. But I think one of the best things I did for my restaurant customers was demonstrate to them the lifelong value of their customers. So I'll go in and I will actually calculate with them, okay, well, what's the lifelong value of the lifetime value of a customer for you? And it's mind boggling because even in like a fast food restaurant, if you get a loyal customer, that, that one customer is worth like $6,000 on average to a restaurant. So if you don't know your lifelong value of a customer, I would say let's calculate that for you too. Let's, if you'd like to know the calculation for that, um, put um, lifelong customer in the comments below and I will share that in another video. Go out, make it a fabulous day, and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow. Probably something else about customers because until the, the Women's Summit is done, customers are on my brain. People are on my mind. What's on your mind? Share in the comments below because this pajamagram would love to know. Bye.